yeah. I'm gonna do this shit. All right, so uh, wait, wait, know, this week we, on, we didn't, hey, what the fuck is you doing? I'm not confused. <laughs> shit. I said, hold on. I want to. I want to introduce him. He said, don't go too fast now. Just said, what the fuck did you do? <laughs> shit. All right, go ahead if you want to introduce him. No, I'm just playing. I was about to say. All right, welcome back to another episode of Studio Flows. About a week ago, one of your hosts, John Robinson, joined by Manny Fontaine. Boy, that was dry as shit. Oh, yes, sir, Justin. John Robinson. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know my name. Yeah, you know, you know. Yeah, it's, it ain't your first time here. That's all. You know. All right, we're recording this on a Sunday. Let me pull these notes up. Manny Fontaine said, yo, we're doing this now. I was like, yo, man, we do it after the football game, you know. Do uh, blah, blah. What you looking for? Yo, <laughs> real quick. So this is a Sunday. I told Sarah, Sarah's a fan of the Eagles. <clears throat> Only because of, of Jalen Rose or whatever. I mean, J- uh, Jalen Hurts. <laughs> she likes him. Uh, yeah, yeah, right, right. I said that I was, t- we were talking about how, you know, the Eagles got their ass whooped last week by Sarah. Jalen Hurts look like Damon Wayans' son or something like that? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah he could be Damon Wayans Jr. Jr. Yeah, like something like one of their kids or something like that. <laughs> Yeah, I can see that. Um, what he do? So uh, they got their butt whooped last week, and when they got their butt whooped, I told Sarah, I was like, "Man, quietness is cat because everybody's like, oh, the, the Eagles is dumb, blah blah." I mean, yeah, they got they do have a, a game they they should win. Hope I mean, them, it'd be nice for them to win against the Cowboys tonight. But here's the thing, I said, I see the Eagles go against the Bills, the Chiefs, the the Cowboys already. Then they had to go against the 49ers and the Cowboys. So they have a tough schedule. And for a team that is not in our area, we've seen them a lot. I said, golly, they they on Sunday night tonight. Yeah, yeah. I said, golly. Yeah. <laughs> we got two games on Monday night tomorrow. I was like, let's go. Yeah, random ass Monday. We was like, here y'all go. Yeah. Here y'all go. All right, here we go. Let's get into this pod. So <clears throat> I was going, we was I was originally Friday night, saying we could do this. And I said, no, I need a little more time with Nicki Minaj's Pink Friday, too. Played it again Saturday. I listened to it again today while I was playing some Uncharted 2. And here's what I was thinking. <clears throat> Nicki sometimes gives me Drake vibes. As far, just me, personally. This is not, I don't think they're the same artist. I couldn't care less for the singer. So when the album started off with some singing, I said, come on, man. But then when track two hit... That Barbie Dangerous, I said, okay. Yeah. I, first of all, first I said, I, a nah. Queens chick is jumping on some Brooklyn shit? All right, let's go. And yeah. then when she came with the flow, so-called yeah. beef with you know who. She's like, what she yeah. said? She's like, only female. I, I ain't got to fuck with none of these bitches, too. <laughs> so she says, yeah, no. I said, she was going no, on. It was, it was funny because you was like, yo, that nigga was nuts kind of high, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I was like, okay, so I'm like, I played back one and I was like, this is corny. <laughs> she said, hey, Papa. Yeah. About kids. You know, I understand that son and stuff. It was a few, man. Well, track two came on. Hey, yo. Barbie dangerous. We bitches don't endanger us. You are over, you ain't in range of us. Cause I won one, one, one angel numbers. Sessions and Burberry rain boots. Looking like every designer fake muse. Front row next to the who's who. Trying to build another Barbie doll screws loose. Name a rapper that can channel Big Papa and push I out said, Papa Big Home. Oh, shit. I said, oh, this was jealous. Oh. This was jealous. I turned that shit. I was in the car. I turned it up. I, I was the same way. I was, I was going to pick up dad. And I was like, oh, I'll turn that shit up. 
played it, but I had to play it twice. I said, no, nah, they got hit played again. I said, I love it. And, it, it, and I don't, you know, I like it a lot. And I know that it might not be a single because everybody loves Notorious Thug. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Because I went to go listen to Notorious Thug afterwards. And Notorious Thug is mastered and engineered so much better. Yeah, yeah. Because it plays so much louder. It sounds it's beautiful. Really crazy. Stevie J's best yeah. beat. Stevie J's best beat yeah. by far. Like, he snapped. So, but the and, and but even though I still like the Barbie Dangerous, I was like, I like the flow. And it made me, it actually made me like the album more. I was like, oh, shit. So here's the thing. We're, we're getting into the album, right? So I think, I think the best run might be, um, I think the best run probably is from let me down. Thank. Like, it's here's the thing. So this album is twenty two tracks, right? Yeah, it's an hour ten. Just about to say, yep. I don't understand this. This there's a couple of things that stuck out with me. I don't think the sequencing is the best for this album. Also, I think Nikki suffers from what a lot of rappers suffer from, where they don't have that much subject matter. So, so, yeah. so we're in a dangerous area, a dare era. Because we are in an era where people want to make long albums for something to catch for streaming, but y'all ain't got too much to talk about. So we should not yes. be having these long albums. So and and this what was this what sucks about this. This is a good album, but if she would have condensed it, it would have been a great album. Right? Exactly. If she actually if she would have kept it at twelve, you would have been like shit. You'd have been begging for more. Instead you get Yo, you yeah, you would have been like, damn, damn. Instead, yeah, you get like, oh, this is a little bit too long. Yeah, because okay. uh, that uh, fuck the club up shit is hard. Yo, fuck, fuck yep. the club up shit is so no, hard that I, yo, yeah. I ain't gonna lie. I pictured Joe Budden in the club because they'll play this new, they play this song in New York <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> with his little bottle. The, the, we gotta talk about Joe Budden too. That's a comment. <laughs> we gotta talk about that. Um, beep, beep hard. Uh, here's the thing. I, uh, let's give Nikki her props on this. Just a couple of some more thoughts. I, I didn't write all my thoughts down for Nikki for my thought. One was I was playing this album to Sarah because but when I was talking to her yesterday, she hadn't listened to it. So I played her Barbie Dangerous and a couple other joints and she was feeling them too. But mm-hmm. I said before I even got into it, I said, Quietness is kept. She did not get outshined on none of her features. She held her on with J. Cole. She held her on with Lil Wayne. She held her on with Lil Uzi Vert. She held her on with Drake. Uh, so yeah. the only feature I think wasn't the best, but uh, my least favorite was the future one because I felt like both of them have done better songs. Yeah, that, Hendrix, yeah. It, that you could have been like, oh, Nikki would have killed this one, or future would have been better on this. They, that, that Nikki Hendrix, I'm like, it's alright. But everything else, yeah. The only gripe I have with the let me let me calm down with J Cole, I was really hoping this is all on me, my expectations. For J. Cole to get into his Pray For You bag, the verse he did with uh, The Game, where he told this yeah, first-person yeah, yeah. story. And I guess, I guess yeah. he don't do that now because he's married, so he can't. But I was like, you could have dig down. You could have pretended. I could have been like, oh, okay. But he still told a good story about yeah, the girl and shit. What else was on here? Oh, <clears throat> so I was surprised the little Baby tracks didn't make this album. Cause remember she had did like a back to back. Oh yeah, those weren't on here. Um, I will say, Red Ruby the Sleeves sounded better in the sequencing, but the other ones didn't never help. Super Freaky Girl, nope. And um, I didn't need that. Nope. Nope. Last time I saw you, both of those on my third listen, I skipped past them. I was like, they both. I said they definitely should have been gone. Yeah, Bomb Bomb was hard. Uh, Just the memories I even like. I like just uh, blessings. 
I wanted more of that type of vibe from her because she mentions a couple of times like she, you know, she's a mother now, but you really didn't get into the mother bag. I was like, yo, and that's yeah. something we don't get, right? We, I'm not, not telling people to make another 444. But from Jay-Z, even Nas when he did Daughters, there's so many rappers, hell, even Game has mentioned it, and I guess they say Game is weird with his daughter now. I, I, don't, I don't be following it. But so many rappers yeah, yeah. have mentioned being a father. We don't have too many rappers, women, talking about being a mother. So you're just like, yeah. I want that. that, that, that one. Yeah. And I wish that, here's what I liked about Nikki too, that Nikki sounds so much better on the mic than when she's Twitter fingers. Cause there's this listening to this album, there is a big difference. That's another song that sounded better. She did big difference at VMAs, but yeah, that's the one yeah, you, yeah. you and you that but she snaps on that. There is yeah. a difference. I told Sarah, I was like, Atlantic, y'all better figure it out. Cause Cardi needs you, you gonna compete with this now. Like this is yeah. this is a problem for y'all. And that's what that's what's good about this album. Because it actually was a good, solid, like throw of her flow. And this shit like yeah. hey, you need we need that. Like as in Alright, no, she got some shit. Like she could actually because you actually started to doubt her a little bit. Like she mm-hmm. just went a little Yo, I I didn't think just, that was coming because it got quiet. I was like, yeah. she ain't gonna drop this album, she's gonna push it back. She didn't show up to the winter jam or whatever Chicago had, winter ball or whatever. She uh yeah. they had a couple of Sundays ago, she didn't show up. She sent Lil Wayne. I was like, oh, see, this album ain't coming. <laughs> That's what I thought. Yeah. And then it came and I'm I'm glad it did. If you guys haven't checked it out, I I implore you to go check this album out. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah really, really you good. you yeah. want to talk about Joe Budden? What what did you want to discuss with uh, Joe? Uh, okay. Well, let's let's just set the whole tone up and what happened uh, over the last two weeks. Okay. So Cam and Mace. Did we, we talked about. Did we talk about Melissa Ford on on the on, on the what's it called on what on the last podcast? No, did we, we didn't talk about Melissa. Okay. No. We just talked about the privately. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So Cam and Mace. Where on on their show it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And Cameron um, recalled a story. Yeah, we called a story about them being a kid and talk about like being in a whorehouse. They well, no, they, they, see, yeah, here's the this is the, way, yeah, the proper okay. way to set this up. They recall the tale of going to a brothel to pick up a, a, a an escort, a, a sex worker, right? Yeah. And I remember listening to this story, and I told you when we talked about it before it even blew up. I said. Cam says this is before Mace was signed. You know, he said, yo, yeah. he said we were, Mace was, he was on his way, but he wasn't signed. So when I was listening to the story, I went back and looked like, when did Mace get signed? Or what, when did Mace first come out? That's what I did. So I, I looked up his age and that was like 1970 something when he came out. So I did the math. I'm like, well, he had to be like 17 or 18 because um, remember he was on um, Only You Remix. That was before his yeah. album drops. So that's like 95 or yeah. something like that. So I, so I was like, okay, that's like, it was young too. So they tell the story, yeah. and then what happens on Joe Budden's podcast? Melissa Ford goes in on it, like <laughs> I said. And this was the craziest thing. Melissa Ford goes in and be like, well, what if those women were underage? And, and hypothetically, you know, they were like, they were messing with younger age girls. And, having sex with them. And so all the guys on the show got quiet and they're just like, yo, that's too far, right? Yeah, it's a hell of an assumption and to make. So it's, it's, it's weird to do that, right? Yeah. Because first of all, they said when they were younger, you know these things are in their 40s, right? Yeah, so you can do so the math. why are you trying to crucify them 
for something and make them bad guys, especially, and I like, I look at it from this, from a black woman to a black man, why are you doing that? Why are you pinning them against each other? He was just telling a funny story. And though you might not, and that, it might be distasteful to you, it doesn't mean you're supposed to shut him down by saying, oh, no, yeah, you, what is it was It was a wild leap to make. And it, yeah, was, it was a wild leap to make, and it was, it was, it wasn't needed because yeah. all you can do without without with um without the people in the story is assume you would have to yeah. go find the girl you have to so why would even put it's that out in the much. ether like I, you yeah. can't do all that just, so yeah, cam came back with what cam came back and was like <laughs> he was like he was like uh he just got in her ass and he was like yo bitch he's like you got so no actually Kim and Mace were cool. They were on the show, and Mace was like, he said, a lot of people don't know. I just don't give a fuck, you know? And, and they handled it well because they were just like, you're trying to tear us down, and we just getting started. And he's like, I don't care what you think because I'm telling you about my past. That's something I did younger, you know? And it was a funny story, you know? And, and, and then Kim was just like, you know, we're not going to handle it on the show. And privately on his social media, he addressed it. He was just like, yo, that shit was wild. He said, y'all should even put that shit up. And then Cam started coming at everybody. It was just like, Cam was like, I'm coming at everybody. You know, I said, and because she tried to come on there the next week and apologize. And he said, no, nah, keep your apology. <laughs> he said, keep your apology, bitch. It's too late to apologize. It's too late. And yeah, you put some stuff out then there. They, they shine light on it. He was like, when, when, because he, he went live and he was like, you could edit that out. And that's my thing with Joe Buttons. And this is where I do an ISO. Listen, nah. Joe Button did the, he did the, he did it dirty. He knew that he was setting Melissa Ford up and he, and he's, this is the only thing I, I this is why I don't look, like listen to Joe Budden that much anymore. Like I used to because he's a person that's doing, he do it for TV. He's like a, he's like a, he's like a, a, a pain junkie. Like he just wants to, he just wants to stir up stuff for the clicks and the bait of everything. He knows that the conversation is going, he's not real. He's fake. He's more, he's worse than reality TV. Because he'll 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 put his finger in something, but when it's about him, he takes it out. You know how much editing he does all the time about himself. Like, no, nah, I shouldn't say that. But he did. He let Melissa Ford die, die on that bridge. Because why? Because it couldn't touch him, and it's okay for her to get beat up. You know, and then you and then it gives you it gives you it gives you good good ratings all the way to the end of this year. People are going to be watching, listening, trying to figure out what's going on. And it's just like, Joe Buddy is really tacky, my nigga. He, he's tacky. He's no 50 Cent. <laughs> 50 Cent is like diabolical. Yeah, he is. We'll get into him 50, what, what, yeah. he, what he's doing. But you're right. He is. And that's the thing, too, yeah. that I think what Joe Budden is doing is what a lot of, not a lot of, but what too many men do where they don't mind their uh significant other looking dumb and yep. in this yep. case Sacrifice he don't he yep. don't mind his co-host looking stupid and i was yep. like you sometimes you got to protect your co-host like so i i guess yeah. he asked her but i would have took it out because i said 
No, it looked like you were insinuating they did something yeah. like wrong. So yeah, let's, they're gonna it, come you, for you. Yeah, you we know or it. we don't yeah. we're not clearing it up. We shouldn't jump to the we I would have I would even asked her, I would have took it out without her knowing and would have told her I took it out. Don't worry about it. Yeah, there's stuff so there's yeah. so much stuff that we've been potted for ten years from equal opposites to the rundown to studio flow that I've edited out like mm, yeah, we didn't because either uh, I said something stupid or I didn't do a good job. Yeah, explaining it all the yeah. way and it made it sound like we were doing we were one way and we're not. And they're like, you got to make that executive decision. That because on this, we say all sorts of shit. You know, like, it'll just be coming out. So you got to add it. And he knew that he could have added to that. Which, 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 uh, Cameron, like, he got in plain flip fast. Because he's like, I helped you. I, mm -hmm. I'm the one that got you started. And Quinn flips, he's, he's, he's in a hell of a place. Because he's like, man, you know, he tried to apologize, but... You know, what's called was like, nope, I'm not with you on that. And now he's like sitting out here on this hill. Um, and and it's, it just, it takes away from the, from the potting. Like, pot beef is not good. Like, yeah, I stupid. like Kim and, and May show because I'm like, man, this show is cool. Kim May show is so crazy. How they, it's like a beautiful story, right? Because these niggas are out here just talking shit. They got OJ on there. OJ Simpson. It's on the show as a regular. Yeah, that's crazy. Now they're going to do something with Mark Jackson. And I ain't going to hold you. They make OJ Simpson seem like a regular person. He be out here really talking real good sports shit. I listened to it. I said, oh, shit. And it's crazy. It's crazy, man. But, like, it's something that we need. And for you to be, like, trying to take them down, like, I'm like, why can't we all eat? I don't understand. I don't like. Just, uh, you know what? Sometimes I never wanted, like I, we're never gonna get uh, to another pod and be like they shouldn't. They don't deserve money or something like that. I don't it, like that. I think I'd it's more like, so no. just. You know, I don't. It's not lifetime. This, but just so so many so many people just think highly negative. Like the her yeah. mind just jumped to. And, and listen, I'm not even knocking your mind for doing it. I'm knocking your mind for telling your mouth to say it. She could have thought like, damn, I wonder if those how many underage girls were in there. Cause you know, you you hear those stories. She might yeah. not have been wrong, but she shouldn't have said yeah. it. Like, that's the wildest part. Like, no, because you don't have any proof to prove that you're right. That's the problem. Yeah. And, and what are you what are you gonna do with that? it? Always why always somebody. Why here's the thing too, though. As, as we get older, and we see this a lot, definitely in the social media area era, of people being like, yo, such and such did this. 10, 15 years ago. And I always reminded of Charlamagne when he's like, yo, this generation wouldn't let Malcolm Little become Malcolm X. And I'm like, you're right, because they would have been like, oh, now you want us to be good, but you was back here running numbers and messing with these prostitutes, blah, 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 blah. And you're just like, my whole thing about it now, as we get older, if I see something that was, somebody did something wild 10, 15, 20 years ago, my question is, would they do it now? Right, regardless, yeah. not like oh they wouldn't do it now because they don't want to get caught. Like no, is that they're still the same person? If the answer is no, yeah. then like then no, they wouldn't do it now. Then I'm like I'm okay with because we everybody does dumb shit when they're young. Not everybody, but two yeah. people have done dumb shit. If I if I, I look at them and say I like oh shit, yeah. if I look at them and say oh they'll do that now, then I'm like yeah, cancel that because because it could be some people where you be like well person A has been wowing being dumb and then five years ago they did that I'm like oh yeah they still looking like they still have that personality trait yeah they need to be out of here yeah. I'm not gonna fuck with them no more you know me personally yeah. um, 50 Cent 
has confirmed, I guess, he's going to be doing a documentary on the women who have dealt with Diddy. Uh, and this led Charlemagne to call 50 Cent a diabolical genius, or maybe it was 50 Cent yeah, threatening the Bible yeah. vote. Anyway, Rick yeah. Ross jumped in. I, I don't understand Why, it. What is wrong with Rick Ross? I don't Go get ahead, it. So Rick Ross jumped in. He was like, you ain't a diabolical genius. I don't know why I'm doing Rick. Rick Ross and Shaq basically the same impersonation if y'all want to do it. He ain't a diabolical genius. He, if you file for bankruptcy, and I was explaining to you, like, no, he filed for bankruptcy because he want, he didn't want to pay. I, everybody, I remember yeah. that story happened. He, he got sued for the loss. And everybody's like, you are not broke. Why are you filing for bankruptcy? Anyway, 50 Cent said, yo, is this you and played the you and, you know, I put Molly all in her drink and she ain't know it. And I took her home and yeah. enjoyed it and she ain't know it. And I'm like, you don't. 50, here's the thing. Rick Ross has a W over 50 Cent. He won that war. You don't mm-hmm. need to be beefing with this man. 50 Cent is not your job rule. And job rule is like, get... y'all leave that alone. Yeah. I don't need to talk about this man no more. I, I've, I'm successful in businesses. I was successful in the rap beef. Uh, I get the Diddy joke guy, but you don't need to stand out on this shit. I don't gotta, I ain't oh, gotta that, jump and in. We're in a weird space now where people gotta start choosing sides. Right, like in in, in in Hollywood, like as in the hip hop, right? Like niggas, yeah. like Rick Ross, you jumped out, and I'm just like, nobody even cared what you were doing. Are <laughs> you saying that you you're saying that you can't be a genius because you don't have enough money? Yeah, that makes no you sense. You brought some money, which let me know that you don't know what a genius is at all, anyway. Nah, like come on, man, you talking about nobody even said anything about his money. No. <laughs> Uh, the way he's executing, well, yeah, where he's executing. Yeah, where he's moving in. Out of yeah. everybody, you know, we've seen his bodyguard and former bad boy artist Mark Curry come out comorally and all this has, you know, come out against Diddy. Uh, and then everybody else has just been quiet. So I heard Russell Simmons came out. Some, Russell, uh, all right, this is, the thing, this is the thing, too. We got to explain this part. Okay. So Russell Simmons uh, had a lot of allegations against him. And Russell Simmons says, these allegations have ruined my career. You know, he went off to Bali, blah, blah. He came out recently and said, like, uh, I took nine lie detector tests and I passed them all. And, you know, in the grand scheme, that means nothing. Y'all don't. And I said, you do. And I wanted to ask Russell Simmons, you understand that a lie detector test is not admissible in court, right? That doesn't work, right? And I thought to myself, another thing is, you can beat a lie detector test if you believe your truth. Right. So yeah. if you have no recollection of sexually assaulting somebody, you're going to beat that. Right. So I'm like, so when, so when he came out there and I'm not saying he's, he's wrong or right. I'm just saying that's not going to sway anybody. The, what ends up happening is the number gets too high. That's all it is. You could take if it's R. Kelly, Michael Jackson, Diddy, Russell Simmons, if it's or Bill Cosby, if it's one or two people. People tend to believe the, other, the guys in these situations. They're like, uh, okay. But when the number gets high, and Michael really never got high, but I threw him in there. If it gets to yeah. 15, 20, you'd be like, why would all these women who don't know each other, like, who the fuck is paying them? Yeah. Like, that's what, that's what, yeah. what your mindset goes. They all could be like, yeah. but that's how our brains work. We'll be like, that's too many women. Like, what's going on here? Yeah. That's all that is. And what about Kamala Lee? Your ex-wife, like, she's talking about how abusive you are. Like, so I'm like, yeah. And that's the thing, too, like when Diddy came out with the whole uh, after the 17-year-old accused him. And Sarah, you know, she's not here, so I'm not going to throw her all the way in. But she kind of fell for the jokes, right? 
So I don't know if you uh, saw this story. The seventeen-year-old girl. I mean, she's she was seventeen at the time, is what she was claiming. Uh, got flown on a private jet to from Detroit to hang out with Diddy. The wild thing was this happened in two thousand three. This woman had pictures, and you're like, who the fuck had pictures in two thousand three? Was camera phones that legit? I mean, she probably bought a real camera, obviously. Um, so then that prompted Diddy to jump on IG and say, "Enough is enough. I'm not accused of blah blah blah," and. What people end up doing, Sarah included, was like, how a 17-year-old girl fly from? And I told Sarah, I said, don't even try it. And she's like, what? I said, you're 39. She's going to kill me for giving y'all her age. You don't think like a 17-year-old no more. I was like, we're too old. Like, imagine the times how we used to sneak out and figure out. I was telling Eliana, our niece, like, yo, when we because we went to Tinseltown. I said, man, me, uh, your Uncle Manny, and your cousin Lazar's, we would come here and not have a way home. That was the yeah. dumbest shit ever, y'all. We would go to the movies to hang out with girls, and then when they all had rides home, we would sit there, maybe call a cab, or maybe somebody come pick us up. And we yeah. on the west side of Aurora. It would have been a long-ass yeah. walk home to get back oh, man, to where we had to go to. So that we were doing dumb things at thirty nine. I mean, I'm forty one. I would never think about like going somewhere without finding a way home. But at seventeen, no. eighteen, I didn't care. That's no. so you will figure out a way. And I was listening to Ebro in the morning, and he said, "Y'all got to stop getting caught up on like how could a seventeen year old." And I was like, "It's exactly right. Like that's not." And I'm trying to figure out what the angle was because a lot of people are like, "Well, seventeen is the age of consent." I think 16 is in Michigan, 17 is in New York. Sarah knew this because of SVU. But I was like, that I don't know if she's getting one with underage because she said she was raped. So I was like, that's neither here. She could be 31 and got raped. Like that's yeah. It is what it is. He's facing that. We'll see how that works out. I don't have no other, other thoughts on that. I'm just giving y'all what she accused him of, and I'm giving y'all his response. Um, Kodak Black. This is like crime-heavy episode, y'all. Sorry. He was arrested at 3 a.m. Thursday morning and get this, Plantation, Florida. There's a city uh-huh. called Plantation uh-huh. in Florida. That's why. Man, so, still yeah. Out here. yeah. Florida, Florida don't give a fuck. No, they, they don't. I, they try to take black history all together. All together than this. Yeah. The arresting uh-huh. officer reported that Kodak Black's 2019 Bentley SUV was parked with its taillights on, blocking part of the road. When the officer approached the driver's side door, the window was halfway down. He saw that Kodak was inside asleep. Police reported the smell of burnt weed coming from the vehicle, as well as weed residue in the console. A styrofoam cup that included alcohol beverage was also present. When asked if there were any weapons or any anything illegal in the SUV, Kodak responded with, weed i don't do a kodak expression but i'm pressure anyway so while an officer went to run kodak driver's license information the cop witnessed white powder falling from the wrapper the officer then saw kodak's mouth full of powder white powder yeah the substance was tested and confirmed to be cocaine despite kodak claiming it was percocet so they're assuming that he tried to swallow it which if you don't learn anything from juice world god bless the dead don't swallow drugs don't do that. Yeah. I get it. You might not be in your mind, right mind because we're all sober as hell and somebody t- gave you some cocaine, gave me some cocaine baggie and said police is coming. I'm like putting it there. I'm like, I'm just going to try to win this in court, my G. I'm not swallowing this shit. That's not happening. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, yeah, that's Kodak. And everybody's like, how did you mess up a presidential pardon? I think he got it. His sentence was commuted or whatever. But what he, yeah. messed, up a, he messed up a blessing. Let's, just, let's call it what yeah. it was. A pardon. A commuted... Trump about to get back in there, so he'll be straight. Yeah, young, young thug, young thug trial is. I I don't have too much in the trial. I have things that are going around around this trial, right? So during this trial, young thug said that thug stands for truly humble under God. I've never heard this in my life. I don't ever remember thug having periods between like the T U H U or you know T H U G. I can spell thug, dumb. Uh, but all right, fine. He running with it. Then French Montana, <laughs> did you see this many times? He was on this show called like Fame and Fortune, like a YouTube show. And he said, because you know French Montana has been with the Coke boys. That's been his his little click. That Coke stands for creation of kings everywhere. The show was called Fame and Flavor. I never heard that. Right. Oh and then gosh. Fat Joe, when he was on King Charles, that's the girl King and Charles Barkley show on CNN said that he lies in 95% in his raps. Quote, yeah. I've been rapping professionally for 30 years. I've lied in almost 95% of my songs. Because they were talking yeah. about Young Thug's lyrics are going to be used in uh, in the trial. Right. Here's a, I've always, I already stated my my thoughts on the, on the, on the lyrics thing. I, um, if lyrics is all you have, no. If lyrics is going to confirm some shit, I'm, I'm okay with it because you got to think about if this happened to you. If somebody murdered somebody close to you and then rapped about that shit and that could be used as evidence, you would be like, yes, use that as evidence. My thing, though, is my thing is I always wish rappers said they were lying because then it don't mean shit. But no, the problem with Fat Joe is whenever Fat Joe was on an interview and every other rapper or first one. They kept that persona up. I remember we used to get it. We got into one of our legendary studio conversations we would have. uh, We were talking about lyrics and rappers and persona and getting in trouble, blah, blah, blah. And I had to explain, like, the problem is they keep the persona up. When Denzel Washington, this was the excuse, uh, the example I used, went on a press run for the movie Training Day, he did not pretend to be a crooked cop. He was Denzel Washington. When some of these rappers get on the stage, you know, or, you know, or one of six part back in the day, they were still hard. They weren't like, no, that's all BS. You know, I just have a great imagination or this is stuff I saw. I didn't, what, Jay-Z, knock knocks for like writing about what you saw. You didn't live it. Can't talk about it if you didn't live it. So, so and now everybody's like, hey, I lied about it. Like, hey, keep lying. I want all the new rappers, just say y'all lying. All of his lies. I mean, I don't know what it hurts um, unless you want to, because what was it? If you rap gangster shit, gangsters going to be at your shows. So... I mean, it changes the trajectory of everything if you start using it in court. Yes. Because it's like, especially for hip-hop, because we we did songs, remember we do songs when we were like, come up with a story, right? Yes. Crazy, right? So what if somebody does that? And then that story looks like we put the we're implicated in that, and then we go to jail for that. That's like crazy, right? Yeah, I, I think you you would need a great lawyer to be. You would have you know what you have to do. Remember back in the day, it was like if you want to do copyright, what you do is you burn a CD and you mail it to yourself. What you would have to, and I was like, I don't know if that works, but that's what people used to tell us back in the day. What you would have to do is like, all right, set the camera up. This is me writing the song. This is me recording the song. 
All right, we're done. And then you, and then you go, and then when, when somebody commits the murder, you be like, uh, uh-uh, uh, we did our shit two years ago. We were not, so, so yeah. that person did theirs. It, it gets kind. Of, you're right, but uh, I think it lie, messy. Yeah. lie, lies say everything is fake. If you live in a state where uh, where lyrics are going to be used, I think New York doesn't have this. Unfortunately for Young Thug, Georgia. This is oh, man. This shows me how bad the judicial system is. Yeah, that's what these I'm saying. Like cops you, and lawyers and these and detectives, they can't solve shit. They said, nigga, that's what I'm saying. I said, fam, I got just if you if you go pull me in and be like, all right, Mr. Jonathan Robinson, or AKA one and only. This is what you rap. I said, fam, you don't got me nothing else. You got nothing else on me. You just got my rap. Yeah, that's all we need. I said, oh y'all wildin'. <laughs> Shit, y'all, y'all better have me there. Y'all gotta have somebody see me there. You don't got nothing. Yeah. Well, you described it in great detail. I said, I saw a YouTube video. <laughs> um, what else do I have in the south? Up uh, two chains. Man, this was this was a scary story. He was he was in a car accident. Yeah, the the incident was first reported by TMZ and confirmed in footage from rapper Instagram. He was in a car accident a couple of days ago. Last it happened like last night. Uh, the outlet also Two Chains, whose name is Tahid, uh, filming a uh, the footage showed Two Chains filming a demolished black vehicle from the back of an ambulance, and uh, they rushed him to the hospital in stable condition. The 46-year-old reportedly suffered neck in- injuries. The outlet, well, TMC also reported three vehicles involved in the crash, a Mercedes, a Nissan, and a Toyota. A representative uh, for the Florida Highway Patrol told TMZ there were no fatalities, but the driver who hit the two, who hit two chains might have been driving under the influence. So I think he was leaving a, a club at around 2 in the morning, but he was sober. So you do everything right. And then you get hit by somebody who was drinking, who might have been drinking. So a good thing that he's he's in good condition. I'm happy about that. Uh, what else I have on this list? Um, I'm I'm applauding this. It seems like the Internet is not falling for the shenanigans because it's been reported that Cardi B and Offset have unfollowed each other after. I don't know which one of them said uh, maybe Cardi B, you outgrow a relationship. People say y'all do this every three months. And I was like, yeah, yeah. this this is yeah. annoying. Yeah, I heard about that too. And I, I was like, like no, but... it up to me. And I was just like, man, I don't care about that you shit. You trying to give a Cardi B? That's what happened. Yeah, you might be. <laughs> <laughs> trying to a give... bunch of likes. <laughs> Niggas be thinking they can like somebody to to uh, all relationships. Oh, Nikki. Well, I was gonna say Nikki's with somebody like that, but I was like, no, she kind of knew that guy. So you got to not kind of know a person. It was. <laughs> I don't know anybody that's famous, so it's not like that. If I was single, I can be like, all right. Shorty messed up. She's going to be like, I remember you from East. You used to sit behind me. I'm like, yep, here's time. Time for me to shoot my shot. Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> you saw this story. Oh, yeah, I heard about this. Yeah. He was sitting down with GQ. Was it GQ first? And talked about how he felt like he wasn't getting any love from black award shows. He had to make sure he cleared that up. Uh, because he said he'd never been invited to the BET Awards or the Source Awards. I, listen... I I really feel like he misspoke. I like what would Lenny Kravitz be doing at the Source Awards? For one, maybe he met the Soul Train Awards. Either way, here's my thing. And then uh, I forgot the guy's name. Who was like, we had Lenny Kravitz on 106 and Park, but he was talking about the award show. And this is my issue. Like a lot of people are coming out with maybe it was his agent or his publicist or whatever. They never, you know, said he was available. Then they were like, then I thought to myself, but that's neither here nor there that BT reach out. Before I even got there, I said, you know who I blame? J motherfucking Z. 
because you had Kid Kid Rock on stage at the BET Awards and he messed it up. Right? Remember he yeah, did, yeah. did nine nine problems and he was supposed to be the cop, like you're doing the fifty-five and the fifty-four or whatever, and he oh, messed yeah. the line up. You could have easily had uh Lenny Kravitz. Not yeah. only that, you and Lenny Kravitz have done a song together, Guns and Roses on Blueprint 2. So you could have invited Lenny Kravitz yeah. to perform with you. Been a better guitar player. Uh, but this is my issue with BET Awards. They don't they fail to acknowledge a lot of things when it comes to other genres of black entertainment. They are so focused on hip hop and R&B. They now have like they do Afro beats now and stuff like that uh because that uh, that genre is blowing up. But they ignored jazz, they ignored rock and roll. I think in this day and age when they be like best TV actor, best movie, they should do best YouTuber, like best YouTube influencer, best YouTube comedy. Like you give Drewski a fucking BET award. Give one of these black women or black gay men uh, or whoever who do makeup tutorials, who got a lot of followers on YouTube, because all it's going to do is bring eyes when they're like, I got invited to the BET awards. Like, because the war shows are struggling. We know this. They're boring. So bring some of the new people who like are never going to go. There's not a YouTube award show. There isn't one. But BET could invite some of the black people like who has here's the best Instagrammer of the year. Here's the best TikToker of the year. Like, do it. So what? Get some other people who want to dress up. I, they just had the Game Awards. And I follow a couple of people on threads, black women. Uh, and just to see, like, they got some of the, one black lady got in, uh, invited. She got dressed up. She was like, oh, I was like, oh, look at y'all. Because it's where else is she going to go? She does, you know, she streams video games and stuff like that. So that's all. But I, I understand Lenny Kravitz gripe. I don't know when you're gonna show up at the BET Awards, Lenny Kravitz. But speaking of video games, Manny Fontaine, did you watch? I know you saw the GTA GTA Six trailer. Uh, you have thoughts on that? Oh, and that was beautiful. Uh, but I watched that 19 minute thing you sent me. I watched that. Oh, that's a, yeah. So I sent Manny Fontaine a video that's like the the like details of everything. First off, the trailer looked amazing. I'm excited. Uh, I might have to figure it out, man. I might. Have I to talked st- about it with Lazarus. I might have to stream it. Uh, <laughs> Good. Yeah, cause yeah, uh, Lazarus was like he was like, uh, he said, man, he said last weekend our Wi-Fi went off and my son was crazy, <laughs> crying. <laughs> I'm so bored. They weren't supposed to do. And it's just like he's like, man, you know what? What I used to do in my days, I had to get on YouTube and show how it all works. He said, he said, I showed, he said, I, and then he said, I, I, he said, I really got cool with him. He said, I showed about GTA. He said, I, he said, I went, I went old school on him. I showed him first one. Oh, that top guy. Yeah, he brought that shit over. He had it. Him and Chris were over him. Yeah, I played that top down one. I saw the vision. I just couldn't get it. I saw the, I was like, this is weird. Oh, man. But yeah, GTA. Man, we play that shit. I said, man. That shit was the best. Yeah. So, best. I said, I told Jonathan, I said, he going to he gonna have to do it online. Because I want to watch it like it's a movie. <laughs> Every little step you do. I want to hear you. I want to see you for a start. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, like yo, I'm excited. Uh, mm-hmm. I just went to the doctor. I basically got a clean bill of health. So, hopefully, I'm here in two years. <laughs> Everybody's like, go. I just got to make it to 2025. I was like, damn, man. Yeah, man, it's going to be crazy when it first come out. I think people are going to go nuts. Yeah. I, t- the, I, I can't even think about the online play. I mean, I might as well get it. Yeah. I know. Shit. 
Might as well. Yeah. Uh, so the, the trailer looked amazing. Uh, a lot of that stuff had leaked, and it looked like they was right. It looked like it might be a Bonnie and Clyde, Lucia. I think that dude's name is Jason. Uh, we're down in Florida, which is called La something, La Bernada, in in their world or whatever. But it looked batshit crazy. I'm here for it. The the graphics look yeah, real. Alligators. Yeah, yeah, they look like they got their own TikTok body sizes. Yeah, it's the big dude really look big and <laughs> shit. I like that. Yeah, it it, it looked I'm amazing. Everybody is all in on it, so I'm excited about it. In that that IGN did a good video of like the 99 details you missed, and they broke that joker down or something like that. But like it's 20 minute video. I watched it. I was watching all sorts of content. I was watching people talk about the trailer. Because what are you gonna do f- after this week until the next trailer drop? You ain't gonna. And this is this is how time really works. That people were like, I talked about this on. Equal opposites. Shell was like, that's so long. And everybody else was like, that's so long. I a couple of weeks ago when they announced that the trailer was coming December 5th. And I think it came a day early because somebody leaked it. And they were like, Oh, that means the game is coming. I went back and said, Yo, when did the first trailer for GTA 5 drop? It was 2011. The game didn't come out to 2013. People forgot about that. Man. I said, so, no, this is what they do. You want to go get this game? But like, now we're dropping on Christmas for everybody to go pick up it. Like, if yeah. they would have dropped this year, niggas would have lost their mind. Oh, yeah. They probably just all over themselves. It's no shit. It would have been nice for it to drop in 2024 because, you know, we got an election. We got a couple of wars going on. You know, it gives a little nice little yeah. distraction to get rid of yeah, some things. But, no, nah, it didn't happen. Oh, um, and we'll wrap up with this. Taylor Swift. People feel some type of way about this. She was named Times 2023 Person of the Year. Quote, this is the proudest and happiest I've ever felt and the most creatively fulfilled and free I've ever been, Swift told Time, which has bestowed the award on almost every U.S. president since its inception in 1927. Um, She did, when she sat down with Time, talked about uh, the Kim Kardashian and and Kanye West feud. You remember when they recorded the phone call and stuff like that? Remember that shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. she goes, my career was taken away from me. You have fully, you have a fully manufactured frame job in an illegally recorded phone call, which Kim Kardashian edited and then put out to say that every to everyone that said I was a liar. That took me down psychologically to a place I've never been before. I moved to a foreign country. I didn't leave a rental house for a year. I was afraid to get on phone calls. I pushed away most people in my life because I didn't trust anyone anymore. I went down really, really hard. So this is about when he asked, could he use her? Like, I still, what was the line? It was famous. It was a good, it was a dope song. The video was weird because he had the body doubles or whatever. that looked like Kim uh, Taylor Swift. Everybody's having an orgy or whatever. And she said it was, the line was cool, but then he ended up calling her a bitch or something like that. And she's like, I didn't, announced that so kardashian who has did not comment on the news statement but said in 2020 in 2020 nobody ever denied the word bitch was used without a permission i never edited the footage another lie i only posted a few clips on snapchat to make my point that was that's that's called editing <laughs> like if you didn't show the whole story you just show the point to, to make sure you was right that's what that was but i'd have no problem with taylor swift being time person of the year um I don't like using this example, but sometimes it's not always the best person because sometimes they'll they'll use 
somebody that like oh caused wars and stuff like that. So like don't take it that way. I think she had an amazing year. She had the the movie did well, the tour did well, the re-releasing of the songs are doing well, so well allegedly that record labels are want to stop artists from doing this. I don't know how many artists yeah. can do this. I know Ashanti was is trying to do it because of um Irv Gotti with the rights. Speaking of which, I don't know if Ashanti's pregnant. We saw that story. People ran I'm with it. Is that real? Well, they never confirmed anything. They had there's a oh, video okay. where some rubbing of stomachs. People ran with that, and then Us Weekly said they heard from an unnamed source that she's pregnant. But they never put like you know Nelly and her never put we got a baby on the way. I thought it was strange because I looked this up. So Nelly's 49 years old, I believe. Ashanti's 43 years old. Nelly has a 29 year old child and a 24 year old child. I said, Golly, you had a kid when he was 20. I didn't know this. I was like, yeah. Ashanti's barely older than your your oldest child. Meaning, like, if a 43-year-old or a 29-year-old dated, nobody would be like, oh, you're robbing the cradle. You'd just be like, oh, yeah. okay, I guess. All right. Uh, that might be it, Manny Fontaine. You got anything else? Did you you finish out that no, buster? I didn't, I didn't finish that buster. Right, no, I, mean, I, didn't, I didn't even start that buster. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, buster. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Let me see. I'm pulling up uh, Gaza real quick. Barbados says it's owed $4.9 trillion in reparations for slavery. Who's going to pay y'all? The England? Uh, Kim Kardashian vows to never push her kids into doing anything. Oh, this is a lot. Blueface says he took a DNA test that proves he's not the father of Kashawn Rock's son. Thank you, Jesus. But somebody said he didn't post no results or anything like that. Kiki Palmer gets honest about her split from ex-boyfriend. My life is truly unraveling at the seams. Quote. These are all headlines, guys. Man claiming to be Nia Long's son, Nia Long's son arrested for assault with a tent pole. And then Mariah Carey, Ariana Grande, Jennifer Hudson sing Oh Santa Live in New York. All right. Nope. We ain't miss it. That's good because sometimes, you know, right after we got done with that pod, Diddy has settled with Cassie. Oh, that's another thing. I didn't read the Tef- Tiffany Red story that she she's uh, a singer-songwriter who knew uh, Diddy and Cassie when they were dating. And she had wrote like an op-ed about how Diddy is an evil, horrible person. So, it's too much evidence. That's the problem. Yeah. And then, you know what didn't help? Him trying to change his name to Love. Only a person, it, it, and I, it seems it's only a person who's done a whole bunch of bad to be like, I could just, you know, flip the switch. <laughs> and then y'all start calling me Love now. And I'm like, I don't know how that's going to work. All right, guys, we'll be back later on this week. I don't know what we're going to do because we still got like two more episodes to go before we take our break. One of these episodes is going to be uh, an after hours because it ain't that. It can't be. Nikki has to be the last big drop of the year. So it can't be too much of that. All right. Yeah. At one and only. At Kicks and Coffee. At Manny Fontaine. At Studio Flow Pod. Until next time, guys. Peace. Who gets you going? Who gets you hyped up in the morning? All right, then. You're doing, doing a Christmas brisket, right? You said? No, you mean a prime rib? I thought, yeah, I want <laughs> I don't know how to do a brisket yet. I've never done that. I think you got to smoke those chokers. I would like yeah, to I'm do gonna it. Go I'm going to see how much brisket costs and water. Yeah, get you some nice brisket, some burnt ends. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that story makes me laugh every time. You've heard, you heard the story, right? What story? Where Seton had ordered pizza for himself 
And and uh, Fritzy walked up to him and said, "That's what I'm talking about." And took a slice because he thought it was for everybody. <laughs> he said, "That's what I'm talking about." <laughs> <laughs> uh, they they, t- they play it from time. They bring it up from time to time. And Fritzy he's like, "Fritzy, oh, I didn't know. I thought it was." I said, "Yo, just to grab a slice." He said, "That's what I'm talking about. Come, don't mind if I do." Is wild, man. Wow. They got preseason ones on there already. What do you mean preseasons? Preseasoned. Uh, oh, preseasoned. Brisket, I thought yeah. you were talking about sports. Yeah. I was like, what do you mean? Speaking oh, of sports, pounds, I know you. I know you popped that little bubbly. You know you was popping that bubbly for the for, for LeBron and Le Champ. Yeah. What did he do? They, they won the season tournament last night. Oh, man. I don't care about this I said, they got to have a better name. Call it the Bill Russell tournament, the Michael Jordan. Just call it something. Like, this is in-season tournament sounds so dumb. And I, the, the, too, many, the, too many of those courts are ugly. That colorful court is just too much. I said, man. They got a burn. And already made for you. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to put that in my cart. <laughs> that cart. Oh, y'all feel it up on Christmas? Y'all do something different? Oh yeah, I think we're gonna do a roast or something. Yeah. We're gonna do a. I, I actually would. I said, man, do some tacos. Yeah, chicken tacos. Do some steak tacos. tacos. Yeah, tacos. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't mad at you. I, I would love that. I made some steak tacos last night. Went and got me some uh some skirt steak at Sam's Club. Seasoned it up. It's delicious. Man, that'd be great. Yeah, I've been I've been looking forward to some season. Oh, some steak tacos. End up having a uh, just end up making it. I was like, oh, just make myself some steak tacos because you know the taco prices ain't getting cheap no more. And then long long gone to those days when me and you would go up to the uh, what was that place called? Was that Burrito Loco? Yeah, famous burrito. Yeah, uh, something like that. Yeah, it was like three dollars for uh, for top for like uh, like it was like what was that? A dollar taco? It was some cheap. Yeah, dollar dollar taco days or two dollar tacos or something like that. Yeah, man, I mean, you put me on that. You said right over here about yeah. this replay. I said okay. Shit, say oh, yes. Oh man, that place was <laughs> yeah, good. Them tacos <laughs> were fire. <laughs> yeah. Sure. It, it was like five for ten bucks. It was like dollar uh, fifty, and it just cost like. It'll come out real cheap for like six or seven of them. And they were meaty. Yeah. Delicious. Y'all famous burrito, yeah? That place is delicious. I need to go there. 